Welcome to the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast, powered by Sales Awakening. Join the sales and marketing community that have made the choice to strive for excellence both personally and professionally. Now, please welcome your host, Craig Francisco. Hey everyone, it's Craig at Sales Awakening. I just had a fantastic interview with Alex Peruse, who is the founder of Linkfluencer, which is Australia's number one LinkedIn training company. Uh, Alex actually is affecting a lot of businesses globally with, with a couple of his products, which you'll hear more about. But more importantly, the story that you're going to hear about the journey of Alex and what he went through to get to where he is today is very inspiring. It's one of perseverance, hard work, hustle, dedication, just truly amazing, and and I'm honored to uh, share this with all of you. So please make sure you uh, listen to this. It's about 20, 22 minutes long, but I think it's going to be very impactful. Thanks so much. All right, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to join the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast. Very glad to have you. Thank you so much. No, you bet. So let's just so everybody knows, you are currently in Australia. Is that correct? Beautiful Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. And I'm in Toledo, Ohio. So it's about as far from each other as we possibly could be. So you go for the Utah Jazz then? Or you I do not. No, it's Toledo, oh, okay. Ohio. So yeah, we're, I'm closer to the Detroit Pistons. and the, Oh, Detroit Pistons. Great. Yeah, the Cleveland Cavs. We had LeBron for a while. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> kind of fun. He's gone now. He's gone. <laughs> He's not, that's all right. But I do appreciate you taking the time, um, you know, to join us here. And absolutely, it's, I really want to, if we could just go back to, because your story is fascinating. And I think my listeners that are made up of mostly, you know, business owners and sales mm-hmm. and marketing leaders would really get and just enjoy hearing kind of where, how you've come up through the ranks and, you know, really had some difficult times and, Sure. And you've been very successful. So this all happened within a 10-year span. So if you could, could you take us back to like 2008 when you were kind of on that, uh, that last straw there of making this thing work for yourself? Yeah, so, well, it, the whole journey actually started at age of 13 when I, I really wanted an Atari console and my parents couldn't afford one. So I uh, hounded them for six months every single day until uh, I realized that strategy wasn't working and Funnily enough, I think if you really want something in life, you, um, you, you find a way to make it happen. So the next day when I went to school, uh, the principal announced that um, they were basically giving, uh, giving away a Atari to the first kid who um, raised the most amount of money for charity. So I nice. saw that as a, as a really good opportunity to um, obviously get the Atari because I really wanted one. And uh about, I went to all the local supermarkets and convinced the sales, uh, the sales managers to give me chocolate that was going out of date within the next four to six weeks. And I went and sold those chocolates door to door. And that started my entrepreneurial journey because I was never very good academically. Um, the highest score I got in English was like 48%. Um, so then at age 22, I started my first real business. Up until 26, I failed in four businesses, lost close to a million dollars. And um, I was ready to quit at the end of the fourth business. Um, and so take me, let's go back there. So these four businesses that you started and, and they yeah. failed, um, you know, a lot of people would have probably given up after the first one, if not yeah. the second one. So what kept, what kept that drive going? A uh, combination of things. I, I, I don't know. For me, I don't think I was put on this planet to uh, 
you know, help someone see their ship. I don't know. I, I just think that deep for me, it's all about a conviction I have, which is I want to be one known for one of the best entrepreneurs who ever lived. And I, that sort of started at the age of 13. And I realized the only way I'm going to do that is to build products and services that impact people's lives. And so uh, it, just quitting wasn't an option because there was no other way that I would achieve this mission um, in right. my mind anyway. Um, and great. I just had a very deep sense of uh, like my desire to succeed as an entrepreneur in life uh, was just a lot more than the pain that I was going through. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so keep going. Sorry. That was great. Great. That that's all right. Yeah. So age, and then what happened was after the fourth failure, obviously I, you know, did a bit of a stock take and thought I can't keep going the way I am because something's, something's not right. I've got the right attitude. I'm not quitting. Um, I'm, I keep going, but there's definitely a, a shortage in, in my skill set because I can't seem to develop businesses. And so I got a mentor of, uh, on board and he's a guy that came to Australia from Beijing with less than $500 to his name and um, later sold it. Uh, well, actually he built up a, a property portfolio uh, worth more than a hundred million. So I thought he's probably a good one to get some mentoring off. Sure. Um, and in those four years, I used to work three jobs, literally, Monday to Friday, I would sell property. Um, at night, I would work at a restaurant. And then on the weekends, I would work at a pizzeria. And to raise money, lose it, uh, et cetera. It's just a really bad cycle. And that, so I went back to him and said, obviously, you know that I'm hardworking. I'd love to get some mentoring from you. And um, he agreed. He basically said, if I'll mentor you as long as you listen to me, act and not touch another business until I feel like you're ready. Uh, and so I did that for three months. I basically followed this guy everywhere in between meetings, going to the airport, back from the airport, um, you know, runs on the weekends, um, absorbed everything, became a sponge. Uh, and then at the end of the third month, we both felt like I was ready. And I went to Wollongong, uh, which is a beautiful area, hour and a half from Sydney. Um, and started my fifth business, which was a daughter or sales company. I literally had between me and my partner, we had $3,000 between us, which was enough to pay rent and eat baked beans and, uh, you know, tuna for a month. Sure. Uh, and then we, we, we built that company up from me and him to what was ended up being a 45, um, we yeah, 45 staff within 14 months. That's fantastic. And so this was door to door sales, hardcore door to door sales. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing that's yeah. fantastic and you were selling if if i'm reading it correctly was it insulation for yeah so homes? yeah correct so okay. we we're selling uh back then the government had um a renewable energy scheme where they were giving house owners who didn't have insulation a thousand six hundred dollars uh a thousand six hundred dollar grant okay so we would go and sell on behalf of the government um and yeah we did quite well out of that uh and then my business partner um, did a bit of a spin-off from that into solar. So, um, yeah, it was a, it just showed just how important mentoring is. Um, and yeah, I can't you, thank him enough. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you still keep in contact with him today? Your mentor? Not as, not as much as I used to. Um, I think he, one, he's super busy and I think I've just like, if I see him, we say hello, it's just, we sure. don't really stay in touch that much. I think I, like I, I have a firm belief people come into your life for a reason. Right. Um, and I definitely think he came in at the right time and 
um, you know, we, we stay in touch here and there, but not as regularly as we used to. Okay. So now, so today you've got a few, few gigs kind of working here. Can you help my listeners understand exactly what it is that you're providing the value you're bringing here to your customer base? Sure. Yeah. So what happened after um, I sold that door to door sales company, I started another company, which was like a car inspection business. Um, and then that did really well. Um, sold that up and then started advisory firm. <clears throat> and what happened was at that point, I realized just, you know, the power of personal branding is really, really building up and I need to do something about my personal brand because I had no online footprint and wasn't really known. And so I started connecting with journalists and editors. Um, I actually know what happened was I went and saw some PR agencies because I thought, you know, getting into some publications is a good way to start building my brand. Right. And, you know, after the fourth meeting with the PI agency, uh, I decided I wasn't going to move forward because they wanted to charge me 10 grand a month for six, for a six month contract with no real guarantees. And so long, long story short that night, I got an email from a friend of mine, which said 94.2% of editors and journalists are on LinkedIn. So I thought I'm going to uh, test this out. And so I did. And as a result, um, I started connecting with a few journalists here and there and literally within about six months, we got featured in 50 media publications and that opened up my eyes in terms of LinkedIn in term, uh, around getting media. And then I applied it to get um, partners on board and generate leads one-on-one. Um, and what happened was I built that advisory firm all through LinkedIn and we used to run one day sessions every month and we used to get, um, do all of the promotion to this one day, whether it be partners, media, one-on-one lead generation through right. LinkedIn. And more and more people at those one-day workshops actually asked about the um, how we were filling the room than our advisory service. So um, <laughs> we just spun off from that and started LinkedIn. So I looked at um, everything that I did that was good and everything that um, wasn't good uh, in terms of failures and successes. I realized there's actually a system behind what I do on LinkedIn. And that's when we developed a three-step methodology. Um, that's when our mission was born and we launched LinkFluencer, which is, you know, our missions to um, build the next generation of influencers and transform social selling on LinkedIn. So this is, so you're almost six years ago now, correct? Yeah. Coming up to six wow. years. Amazing. So now how do because this is, a, you know, a lot of people are coming to me and I still, I'm amazed really by how many, oh, small to medium-sized business owners and or key, you know, members of the management staff still, mm. still are not on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it's the first place I go before I'm going to have a conversation with anybody about, you know, business. I'm, I'm checking LinkedIn first. Absolutely. For the profiles as part of, you know, I really, you know, really grabbed on, you know, probably six, seven years ago and, and you know, saw the power in LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. what do you tell, you know, I think this, some of those folks may be listening. So what would you tell somebody that's has yet to get on the, the bandwagon and, and maybe to see the power of what LinkedIn can do for them? Well, I think you just got to look at your audience, right? You got to look at who you need to get in front of and then ask yourself, what are the different channels that you can get in front of this audience? So for example, if I wanted to get in front of lawyers in Melbourne, Right. What are the different marketing activities that I can put forward to do that? Maybe I could do SEO, uh, be very expensive and takes a lot of time. Um, PPC can be very expensive or I could build a network of them uh, by using LinkedIn, especially sales navigator to find 
that target market because sales navigator is a tool within LinkedIn that allows you to go from the 10 million users in Australia to the 4,500 lawyers in Melbourne right. um, of 11 to 50 um, headcount, um, particular industry, particular title, etc. So that can't be achieved in any other marketing platform today, which is very, very powerful. And we know your networks, your net worth, um, you know, business is all about building relationships and LinkedIn is so untapped at the moment. It's ridiculous because um, you just think of Facebook when they first launched and people were posting organic reach was just um, unbelievable. Now you right. have to pay to play. Right. So, um, you know, the, the ones who get into the market early are the ones that reap the biggest rewards and LinkedIn right now is very untapped in terms like the good thing about now compared to five years ago, people understand there's value in the platform. Right. People just don't understand how to extract that value, which is very good for those who actually do. Yeah, I would agree. So are you help is your business then the Linkfluencer? Are you helping companies across the globe or are you focused more in Australia? Well, there's there's a few few ways we sort of um, achieve our mission. One we have an online program. So for anyone who wants to do, you know, go through it and um, watch the videos, get the campaigns ready themselves and launch it on their own, that's mm -hmm. open globally. And we've now touched over 20,000 people in 50, uh, 60 industries in 35 countries. Wow. Um, that's an online program. People can go to your website today and purchase. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got um, our campaign management service, which is currently only open in Australia and New Zealand. Um, but that, um, that's when we actually take over someone's account and launch the three-step methodology um, on their behalf. So we write up their profile, we write up their content, we formulate the strategy based on our three-step process and we literally um, handle all the day-to-day -day uh, management of it. And so but, but that is just Australia and New Zealand at this point in time. Yes, correct. Okay. No, I think that's, that's fantastic. So you're still seeing just massive uh, potential and growth through the LinkedIn platform. Yes. a hundred percent. It's, it's so untapped at the moment in terms of the opportunity for building your influence, uh, obviously through content uh, and connecting with the audience. Cause look, let's face it. We're the, the main reason why a lot of people are on LinkedIn is to connect with their audience, um, build relationships or start conversations and then take those conversations offline right. um, and build meaningful uh, connections. That's, that's the whole purpose of the platform. Um, you know, you know what I see Alex too, maybe you can comment on this and obviously your, your program I'm sure addresses this, mm -hmm. but the, the people that have, let's say they have embraced LinkedIn, they understand it's important to be present but yet they treat it like uh, it's for, for us here in the States, you could buy a billboard by a, let's say it's oh, by yeah. a highway yeah. or business street and you have your, you know, here's my business. Here's what we do. Here's our phone number. Call us if you need help. I see a lot of that type of yeah. implementation. So what do you say to those people that are just posting and not engaging? Well, yeah, there's, there's two ways to market There's you can push or you can pull. So push marketing is when you, you know, keep posting stuff up and you don't engage or you do, you know, I think billboard advertising and, you know, 
traditional forms of advertising marketing to some degree has some legs still for big brands in sure. terms of um, exposure and um, staying relevant. But in, for a small to medium business owner, uh, you know, it's all about pool marketing, connecting with your audience, starting a conversation. The ones who are ready to buy will have that conversation with you. The ones who are ready in the, uh, um, in the market will um, talk with you. But the ones who aren't, as soon as you connect with someone on LinkedIn, the beauty of it is that when you start posting up content, if that's targeted, relevant, and meaningful to the audience you're building, example, lawyers, accountants, um, whoever that might be, they're going to start seeing that content and then, and you're going to start building an influence within a very targeted audience. They're going to like, know, like, and trust you. Um, and as a result, uh, next time they're looking to buy, let's say it services, they're not going to go to some guy that they don't know. They're going right. to go to you who they've been following their content for like six to 12 months because they've built so much trust and value in what you have to say. Um, and the conversations that you, that we have, uh, within a sales process, it's, um, it's well, like, people are so warm when they jump on the phone because they've seen the content over and over again compared to jumping on and having to, you know, um, build rapport right. for like half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. They feel like they already know who you are and what you do and what you Correct. stand for. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. That's very powerful. So, uh, you know, just to kind of tie things up here, you know, again, it's, it's obviously extremely impressive with what you've done. And I would recommend all of the, the listeners too to make sure that they, they check out your, how, how would you suggest they get to your online course? What is that direct web link? If, if they just go to uh, www.linkfluencer.com. Okay. So linkfluencer.com. Um, yeah. Okay. So, awesome. I'll make sure I We'll tag that out in this too, because I do think that there's, there's a lot of training obviously on LinkedIn uh, everywhere, but I do think that this course sounds like it could be beneficial for a lot of people. So we'll, we'll pass that along. No, absolutely. And then just as an entrepreneur, you know, by heart, you know, you really, that's all you've really ever done, as you Mm -hmm. said, since the age of 13 and you know, the, the Gary Vaynerchuk movement and the just, you know, phenomenal people that I, that I listen to and follow and that have, I think made this, uh, the entrepreneurship world more popular. Mm -hmm. What would you have to say to someone that's, you know, maybe that's like me that just recently started, but has been waiting to do it. And, you know, a lot of it being scared to take that first step. What types of recommendations would you give somebody that's getting new into opening up their own business? having done it now for, for so what long. Do I start? Uh, well, I think first of all, you need to, for me, it's all about legacy. Uh, so, and everyone's different. I'm not saying you need to, you know, uh, think about building your own legacy, but you need, there needs to be a deep sense of desire um, for, for you to succeed. And okay. um, if you don't have that desire when the going gets tough, you will quit. And business is, is a roller coaster. So you've got to weather the, the ups and downs and stay humble when you're up and then obviously build yourself up when you're down. So I think the biggest thing for me is realize why is it that you want to become an entrepreneur? The, the problem in today's day and age is people look at, um, you know, the success that these entrepreneurs have and they think that it happened overnight. Right. Uh, they don't know that, it, you know, they worked their ass off for seven, eight years for that to happen. So I think, if 
yeah, you need to have a deep sense of desire burning deep down inside of you of why you want to succeed as an entrepreneur and what contribution you're going to make on this planet as a result of being an entrepreneur because at the end of the day, making money to some degree will keep you fulfilled, but you know, have, uh, what do I say? Success without fulfillment is failure. Right. So have a deep sense of desire, get around the right people. If you're going into business for your first time, if I had my time again, I'd probably go, let's say if I was getting into real estate, I'd probably go work in a real estate company for a year or two, get some understanding of the industry, then go into it. Uh, Cause I think uh, I would have fast tracked my success, but you know, I don't live with any regrets. So I think yeah, deep sense of desire, surround yourself with, the right people make sure you're going into business for the right reasons um and yeah you just gotta i think once you make the call that you're going to be an entrepreneur you just that that's it there's no turning back yeah one of my my favorite quotes and i'm not sure who the author was but it's uh to decide is to eliminate all other possibilities it's one of my favorites once you make the decision it's it's go time so I think it's exciting, you know, what you're, you've done, Alex, and I will make sure that we, uh, you know, we'll check out ourselves. Sales Awakening will definitely be checking out what you have to offer on Linkfluencer. We'll continue to follow you and, you know, everything that you're doing, you know, for all of us out there on LinkedIn, we do appreciate it. And we will definitely be, you know, keeping in touch and, and looking to be inspired as you, as you've done now for, for many years. So I appreciate, I appreciate it. Appreciate you taking the time. Any, anything you want to leave the listeners with? Uh, I think, you know, treat every day as a blessing. Like I, I wake up as an entrepreneur and I think I'm, I'm blessed and I'm privileged. Um, being an entrepreneur isn't a given right. You know, the, the fact that you're able to get up and make an impact with your, with your company is uh, an amazing feeling. So don't ever take that for granted and always strive standard of excellence like everything i do i everything i do i um make sure that it's at the highest level whether that be going to a meeting whether that be doing this interview whether that be um you know uh recording an online program you just has to have that standard of excellence because if it doesn't then you just one you're not you're just not putting your best foot forward so that's probably what I would leave people with. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. We appreciate it, my friend. And we will be following you as said before, and hopefully we'll get you on the show next year. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Craig. Take care. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the eight keys of sales success podcast. Please subscribe to our channel and visit our website at www.salesawakening.com for additional sales and marketing content. Remember, we all have a choice to be excellent. Make the choice today.